Imagine if there was something that you were passionate about, an activity you enjoyed learning about and participating in. Wouldn't it be great if you could make money by doing this activity? That is exactly what an 11-year-old girl in Illinois was able to do. Chloe Sterling went to a cupcake making class with her aunt when she was 9 years old. She enjoyed it so much that she started making cupcakes to sell. She says that when she started, she wasn't very good at applying icing, but was able to improve with practice. For two years, she baked cupcakes, selling them for $10 a dozen. She was making $200 a month. Chloe had to work around her soccer practices in school, so she would bake the cupcakes one night, then come back the next night to put the icing on them. Her parents bought a refrigerator for her to keep her supplies in, and her grandparents bought her a KitchenAid mixer. Chloe didn't just sell her cupcakes. She also donated them to a fundraiser for a boy in her class who had cancer, and another time donated 220 cupcakes for another cancer fundraiser. Chloe was saving money for buying a car when she turned 16, and everything was going well. So well that a local newspaper decided to publish an article bragging about Chloe's success. That's when things went wrong for Chloe. A bureaucrat, or a person who works for the government behind a desk, found out about Chloe's business from the story. Someone from the county health department called and told Chloe's mom that they were shutting them down. The health department didn't shut down Chloe's business because someone complained that her kitchen was dirty and unhealthy or because someone got sick from eating her cupcakes. So why did they shut it down? The health department said it was to protect the public's health. They said that the rules are the rules. But if no one is getting sick, then whose health are they protecting? I suspect the city government is more concerned about protecting their friends who have businesses that compete with Chloe. It's likely that other bakeries in the city were upset that Chloe was able to compete against them without having to pay for an expensive building, ovens, refrigerators, and other equipment they are required to have by the government. But, instead of protecting the health of the public, the government's actions actually put the public's health at risk. People assume that since the government-run health department says that a bakery or other restaurant meets its health standards, that it is safe to eat there. But a government health inspector typically only visits the restaurant once a year. So a food business could use unsafe food practices like leaving food out overnight or not washing dishes with hot soap and water for several months a year then just get cleaned up when they know the government health inspector is going to visit. The public assumes that everything is fine at the restaurant since the government says it is. So they don't take any personal responsibility to check for themselves. They become lazy and let the government do the job for them, but the government does a poor job. So how could we be sure a restaurant was safe to eat at if the government didn't tell us it is? One way is that without the government system, business owners might be more open to letting the public see their kitchens and dishwashing areas to show them they are clean and healthy. They would have a reason to prove to us that they use good food practices so that we would feel safe eating there. Another way would be by consumers spreading their experiences by word of mouth. In fact, 
This is an informal system that we already use. If you get sick from eating at a restaurant, you are likely to tell your friends. Your friends are likely to avoid eating there for fear of also getting sick. The restaurant owner is motivated to use good food practices and keep his kitchen clean. If people get sick eating at his restaurant, word will quickly spread and he will lose money. With technology, our personal experiences spread faster and further than ever before. All it takes is a review on Yelp or Urban Spoon or a mention on Facebook and hundreds of people can almost instantly be informed about your bad experience at a restaurant. Business owners have more incentive than ever before to provide clean, healthy, friendly, and fast service. Also, without government providing the service of inspecting restaurants, the owners might be motivated to hire private inspection companies to inspect their businesses and give a clean bill of health to them. Likely, these privately run businesses would do more than one check a year and have more strict rules than the government does. When government has the power to use force to shut down a business, we all lose. In this case, Chloe is missing the opportunity to make $200 a month and save up for her car. She is also missing the chance to do something that she really loves doing and learning the skills that can make her a successful business owner when she is older. The people she would have been able to hire in her business in the future are missing out on a job. Her customers are missing the opportunity to voluntarily purchase her delicious cupcakes. Cancer fundraisers are missing the opportunity to raise money from selling the cupcakes she donates. In a free society, like America is supposed to be, people would be able to voluntarily trade with each other, or not to trade with each other. If Chloe provided a product people wanted, they would be free to buy it from her. If they didn't feel safe about eating her cupcakes because she makes them at home in her kitchen instead of a bakery on Main Street, they would be free not to buy her cupcakes. It is when government uses threats of force and violence that these voluntary exchanges get messed up.